Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Friday edition Outkick Podcast. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Go get your bets in on the Super Bowl. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Bet $5. You can win $275. That's $5 to win $275. All you have to do is pick the winner. It's either going to be, you know who it is, the Chiefs or the Bucks. Find a buddy. Take the other side. You're guaranteed $275 as well. It'll be FanDuel.com slash Clay. Loaded show for you right now uh, as we get ready for the Super Bowl. Frank Isola from ESPN Sirius XM in the first hour. Second hour, Dr. David Chow swings by. And then in the third hour, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, where the Super Bowl is taking place there in Tampa. They have been instrumental in the return of sports. We'll break it all down for you. It'll be the OutKick podcast. It begins now. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Go give us five stars. The podcast begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, it is our final show before the Super Bowl, and I always think this show is a bittersweet show. Monday, we'll be obviously reacting to the Super Bowl. There'll probably be some further reaction on Tuesday. But then you stare off into the distance, and there's no football until like August that matters at a high level again. Now, there's other sports. There's other things that we can be excited about. Uh, NCAA tournament is not very far, especially after not having had the NCAA tournament last year. I think people are even more committed to how, uh, how excited they are about the NCAA tournament. But to me, this is always one that kind of hangs out there. And as much fun as you might have for the Super Bowl, it's also bittersweet because, again, it's the last game for a long time. With that in mind, this is as good of a Super Bowl matchup as I can remember 
in a very, very long time. If you go back and run through matchups for Super Bowls, it's typically the quarterbacks that make a Super Bowl iconic. And it's rare that we get two of the greats. And some of you might say, well, it's early to be calling Patrick Mahomes one of the greats, barring some sort of significant injury. There's no way that Patrick Mahomes is not going to be one of the 10 best NFL quarterbacks of all time. Like I am willing to go ahead and elevate him to that pantheon of one of the greats of all time at the quarterback position. Barring injury, which obviously would have to be pretty devastating for him to suddenly not be great. Or maybe, I guess, there's always the possibility he could pull a Jordan or an Andrew Luck and decide to ride off into the sunset long before we anticipate his career coming to a close. But Mahomes' trajectory is, to me, going to be really interesting to follow because, look, he's a decent athlete, but ultimately he's a pocket passer. And if you look at the other pocket passers in this league, guys who make quick decisions, get rid of the football, don't put themselves regularly in substantial harm's away, they can play a long time in this league, especially as every year and certainly every decade quarterbacks are getting protected more. You look at Mahomes, he's the next in the lineage of a Tom Brady, a Peyton Manning, a Drew Brees, a guy who is in the pocket and can play until he's late 30s, early 40s, if, again, he has a decent health run. And so the idea that Patrick Mahomes is already in his, been in three straight AFC championship games and now in his second straight Super Bowl by the age of 25, he is his generation's Tom Brady. And so I can't wait. I mean, if Patrick Mahomes wins, the storyline for that is going to be, well, Mahomes now has beaten Brady. And long range, that could be massive for his legacy. Because if you want to analogize it, Mahomes is in the shadow of Tom Brady right now. And if he wants to be able to make a case one day for being anywhere near as good as Tom Brady, beating Tom Brady in a Super Bowl would massively help that case. Now, granted, Brady's 43 years old. This is not Brady at the apex of his career. Mahomes is only 25, so it's not really Mahomes at the apex of his career either. But we never got to see Michael Jordan and LeBron James ever meet up in an NBA Finals at any point in their careers. This feels like it could be a debate that we are having a decade from now whether or not Patrick Mahomes can be as good as Brady. And if Brady is able to go out and win this game, if he now has, let's say he only plays Patrick Mahomes two times in major scenario playoff situations, Brady and the Patriots went on the road two years ago and they won the AFC Championship game in Kansas City. And if Brady could follow it up by winning the Super Bowl against Mahomes, I think it would make it virtually impossible for Patrick Mahomes to ever catch him in the greatest of all time debate. Because ultimately, the trump card that you would have, even if Mahomes got somewhat similar in terms of the number of Super Bowls that he's in, even if he got somewhat similar in that respect, then you would still have the ultimate trump card. Well, they played twice and Brady got him twice in the AFC Championship game 
and then also and then of course the Patriots went on to win the uh, the, the Super Bowl that year against the Rams and then also he got him in the Super Bowl at the age of 43. But when you start going through and thinking about the way that we talk about Super Bowls, I was thinking, you know, like just matchups, iconic matchups between quarterbacks. Um, there aren't a lot of them that are anywhere near historically what this one is, right? Like you think about the Super Bowls and the winners and who played and all of those different aspects. And I can just sit here and kind of run through. Like, just think about the last several, okay? Last year, you had Patrick Mahomes against Jimmy Garoppolo. I think most people felt that Mahomes was a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. Jimmy G, not quite there. Brady going up against Jared Goff, not really there. Now, this game was iconic because of the performance Nick Foles put on the field and because the Eagles finally won a Super Bowl. But the the matchup between Nick Foles and Brady, nowhere near as iconic, probably the best Super Bowl matchup that we've seen in the last five years prior to this one was uh, Tom Brady going up against Matt Ryan with the big comeback which obviously was a, uh, a massive storyline. But I think we have to go all the way back. And then you had Peyton Manning getting the win over Cam Newton. That's the last five, by the way. I think we have to go all the way back to New England against the Seattle. The last time that we saw two big-time bonafide stud quarterbacks, Russell Wilson and Tom Brady going head-to-head. The year before that, Russell Wilson going head-to-head. Uh, with Peyton Manning there just aren't very many of these games like I'm running through right now we had Joe Flacco against uh, Colin Kaepernick we had Eli Manning going up against uh, uh, against Brady obviously that was the the famous season when New England was trying to go 19 and 0 and the the Giants were I think 12 and a half point underdogs then you have the, the Super Bowl that uh, that got the win for Aaron Rodgers against the Steelers. Running through all these, Drew Brees against Peyton Manning. Uh, you had uh, you had Ben Roethlisberger going up uh, against Kurt Warner. Then you had the other Eli Manning against the Patriots. Uh, Peyton Manning against Rex Grossman. Uh, you had Ben Roethlisberger against uh, against uh, uh, Dilfer. No, not not Dilfer against uh, Hasselback uh, in the uh, in in that game. Like you start to run through all these different games as I'm kind of rolling through all of them with you, and what you see is iconic matchups between these two guys. I'm going all the way back, and I'm not sure the last time we had a matchup that was this iconic between two guys like this. Maybe all the way back to 1998 when you had John Elway going up against Brett Favre when Denver got the win against Green Bay. I don't think that's a crazy argument to toss out there that this is the best matchup of quarterbacks going all the way back to 1998. In other words, a generational battle of quarterbacks and arguably given what we know about Tom Brady's career already and given what we think about Patrick Mahomes' career projecting into the future, I think there's a strong argument that this is one of those Super Bowls that we talk about for a generation to come. 
it's and I don't know how good the game's going to be. And it's possible that if one team kind of runs away with it, that it's not going to have the same uh, overall sort of resonance in our minds. But I think this is the kind of matchup that we are using in an argument about the greatest quarterbacks of all time a generation from now. I doubt that I'll still be doing Sports Talk Radio at 60, but I think I could sit down at the age of 60 and I could be saying, hey, you know what this matchup reminds me of uh, when uh, when we're talking about the end of Patrick Mahomes' career? It reminds me of back when he played Tom Brady. My voice starts to sound like an old man's by then. And I think there are a lot of angles that are going to come out of this game that are going to last far longer than what occurs on the field in this one. Now, that's not to take anything away from this particular year on the field. Because I also think that there are so many different moving parts associated with the uh, the COVID year that there's also going to be, I think, years and years into the future, this is the kind of year they'll do a ton of sports documentaries about. 2020 was so wild. I think we'll be watching and hearing about this season and the NFL's accomplishment in being able to get this game played for a long, long time into the future so we are setting up for what I believe could be could be I'm crossing my fingers I'm hoping that we're going to have an epic final contest here that we have a lot of fun talking about for the rest of this day and also on Monday and Tuesday as we unpack whatever happens in uh, the Super Bowl going forward we're scheduled to be joined by the way Frank Isola in the next segment let me give you a little roadmap for where we're going for those of you who listen uh, to substantial portions of this show and I know a lot of you do I appreciate that uh, in the second hour we're going to be joined by Dr. David Chow and then in the third hour of the program we are scheduled to be joined by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis uh, to uh, to talk to us about the situation on the ground in Tampa what hosting not only the Super Bowl has meant for the state of Florida this year but remember they also had the national title game uh, between Alabama and Ohio State that took place in Miami Uh, not to mention the NBA in the bubble they've got Daytona coming up next weekend Uh, Florida has even reached out the state of Florida has and offered to host the Olympics if Japan does not feel like uh, that country is not going to be able to host the Olympics come July remember the Olympics have been postponed for a year already and there's a great deal of nervousness and trepidation about whether the Olympics are going to be possible uh, there or not so uh, we will talk about that with him so much coming as we break down everything in the world of the Super Bowl to get you ready for the game on Sunday, including some of our favorite bets. We'll even talk props, all that coming your direction. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Joined now by Frank Isola at the Frank Isola on Twitter. You can listen to him on SiriusXM. You can watch him on ESPN. 
All right, Frank, uh, we are, this is the final weekday to talk about uh, the Super Bowl as it inches closer and closer, and obviously it is uh, top of mind for everybody out there. Uh, how excited are you to watch this game? I've said to open the show, this is as excited as I've been for a Super Bowl in a long time because the storyline of Brady versus Mahomes is just incredibly compelling. Yeah, 100%. What, what bums me out a little bit, because I'm one of these people, I would always complain about Super Bowl week, because a lot of times it's stories that are just like, for the most part, Fluff, filler and yeah, just yeah, a way yeah, no to doubt. get. And, and what it is is the NFL media, and to their credit, I get it. They, you know, for them, it's a great week because they, they're attending a lot of parties. So, of course, this week, proving what a phony I am, I actually miss all that stuff. Kind of, <laughs> that, that makes it feel like the Super Bowl, and they're going down, like all the different networks are down there, and everybody's doing stuff live from the, uh, you know, from the city where the Super Bowl's taking place. I, I kind of miss that part of it. There's always great stories. There's always you know, one or two players that might get in a little bit of trouble, one or two players that might get in a lot of trouble, stuff like that. I miss that. I'm really looking forward to the game because, first of all, there's a chance, there's a pretty good chance it might rain. Yep. I think the morning of the game, and actually during the game, which I think will slow the Chiefs down a lot, uh, you know, but what Tom Brady is doing, it, it's nothing short of remarkable. I mean, to be in 10 Super Bowls and he has a chance to win, and even if he loses, because I, I do think it's going to be tough to beat the Chiefs. I've been saying all year long, anytime they lose, I'm going to be surprised, and it, and it rarely, if ever, happens. But I'm excited to see it. I mean, we know what football is. It's a quarterback league, and think about the two names that you have here, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. That's pretty special. I always ask, uh, we've been to nine straight Super Bowls, not to the actual game because people sometimes get confused out there, but just to nine straight Super Bowls uh, where I've been doing daily radio. And so for people who uh, aren't familiar, Radio Row is just this big kind of wild uh, carnival-like scene uh, where a lot of old players, celebrities come through. It's, uh, it's, It's really just kind of a fascinating window into sports Americana. But I always kind of wonder... Is that the value to the average listener out there? Like, do they want to hear me talk to insert former celebrity for eight minutes who wants to talk about a particular product uh, that he's promoting? Or is it better to just do the straight up normal show? And I don't know that there's an easy answer because I, I, I know when I was early in radio, it was a validator to be at the Super Bowl because you're like, hey, this proves that we matter. Right. I mean, for for local radio, that was a major signatory moment to be able to be there and do it live. I'm not sure as you do it more and more, whether it still kind of has the same connotation, but I definitely think it makes the event feel bigger to your point, which is there's all these people that are showing up and spending a lot of time uh, talking about everything going on with the game. And I do feel like the overall chatter is diminished in some way this week compared to most years. Yeah, and I kind of agree. I think it all depends on the interview and obviously growing up in New York, and listening to Mike and the Mad Dog on WFAN here in New York. And, of course, they love to take credit for inventing radio. Oh, yeah. And and what was great is, you know, the two of them together, Mike would always try to, you know, anything that the person he's interviewing said, Mike already knew. And Mike would interrupt the guy, you know, finish the guy's answer because Mike had to prove to you how much he knew. And then Chris would kind of get into, if it was a player, like with some of the ex-players, when you start talking about to them, not necessarily like who do you think is going to win the game, but more about their career and, like, you know, what were you like the week of the Super Bowl? Sometimes you do get pretty interesting stories. I agree with you. Like, everyone's talking a product, so after a while it's a little draining on the listener, I think. 
But some of the guys that you interview, if you get the right guy in there and you start buttering him up a little bit with questions about when he played, sometimes those guys tell pretty fascinating stories, like what it was like the night before the game and or you know certain sequences of games. Some of those guys are actually pretty good storytellers. And some of that stuff is fascinating because, of course, we always watch the Super Bowl. So anything they're talking about from a certain part of the game, it's something that we're going to remember and to kind of hear their point point of view or something that led to that play. You know, the famous story, right, about uh, Joe Montana, the Super Bowl that they won down in Miami. When it's that final drive, he's going to march them down the field. And he looks at um, – they're in the huddle waiting to come back from commercial. And he looks to the offensive line and he goes, hey, look, there's John Candy sitting right there. Remember John Candy, the actor, was sitting like the yeah. third row in the end zone. And the player's like, yeah, that's John Candy. And they're like, what are we talking about? We we have to, like, march down the field and try to score the winning touchdown. I think that was the one that was when John Taylor scored the winning touchdown for the 49ers. Yeah, that uh, that is such an iconic moment. And, uh, and, man, there were so many great John Candy movies, by the way. Uh, yeah. Back in the day, there are a lot of people out there listening now who are young that don't even really know John Candy. And he died, what, in his 40s probably, right? Like he was, he was super young. young. Uh, when he actually died, uh, but uh, but yeah, that was uh, that that was uh, absolutely uh, one of the iconic stories from Super Bowl for sure. So how do you watch? Like, there's a lot of talk now uh, about the CDC saying, "Hey, don't go out to parties." Obviously, in a COVID era, this is one that I actually don't have a problem with because I really like watch. I'm maybe an old getting to be an old man, but I like to be able to watch the Super Bowl by myself, maybe with a couple of my kids now who are old enough to care. Just sitting on the couch, you know, maybe order pizza, something like that. I'm not a big party guy because if you go to a party, it's hard to like kind of focus on. For me, I know I'm going to be talking about the game the next day for three hours, so I don't want to miss something integral. And also this factors in with why I don't really want to be at the game because if I'm at the game, then I can't experience it through television, which is where 100 million people are going to experience it as opposed to this year there's going to be 25,000 or whatever in the stadium. But inevitably, and I know you've probably had this experience too, sometimes there's a balancing act between being present for a sporting event and what you can gain versus being at home. And I just think for the Super Bowl, because it's such an at-home viewing product, I miss out if I'm not uh, watching it at home like all my listeners. Okay, I'm going to give you two examples. For When uh, my kids were playing youth sports, go to the games, and I would stand by myself watching the game. My wife would say, all the other parents, I think you're antisocial yeah. because yeah. you watch the game. I said, yeah, because I want to watch the game. If right. I stand there, then I'm going to hear everybody talking about their kid like they're a brand. People yeah. start talking about stuff that's happening in town. They're going to start complaining about the ref as if some 25-year-old kid woke up today saying, you know, I'm going to conspire against this team because I want to see them lose this youth game. I stand by myself and watch the game. It's the same thing with me going to a Super Bowl party. I get it. I, you know, I understand why people like doing it, but like you, I enjoy watching the game. I like the commercials. I like watching the entire thing. Yeah. A lot of times you'll get up there in the commercial. And I think over the last few years, the commercials haven't been that good. They're not the taking as big of swings anymore because they're also afraid exactly. of the social media being exactly. angry at them. So they're not trying exactly. to be as funny like you you're offend some group or whatever else. So exactly. it, it's not as – and also so many of them are previewed now like on YouTube and everything else. But I'm with you. I like to sit – for the three and a half hours and basically watch the entire production. I like to watch the halftime show just because you never know what might happen and you want to make sure that you see it. Yeah, and I always think, I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm getting, I, I'm soft when it comes to this stuff. I always think the halftime show, 
Like, what was the guy's name? Adam Levine and that group. Like, yeah, they were getting destroyed. It was all right. Like, what? That's their music. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, they got invited to play at the Super Bowl. They played their songs. I mean, people were destroying that guy. Listen, am I going to go out and buy his CD? No, but I thought it was okay. People get so critical of the halftime. I, I'm like you. I like the whole thing. Usually in January, I shut down drinking, and I try to cut down on eating in the month of January, and I wait for, like, the Super Bowl. Then I eat and drink like I'm going to the electric chair. So for me, <laughs> Super, Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday is like a big – it's a big day, but I do – I've already got invited to two places. I, I'm not going. I like watch. I want to watch the game because this will happen. Now, you're a world-famous Clay Travis, so you're going to go to parties. Then everyone's going to start talking about sports. They're going to ask you about politics. And you know what's going to happen. You end up missing a play. And then you think, well, it's not a, it's a little thing. But once you get engaged in a conversation, you don't want to be rude with people. I want to watch the game. That's why it's, well, I'll tell you what, we'll hang out Saturday night, the night before the game. Sunday, I want to watch the game. Yeah, it's, it's interesting in that respect because I also, I'm always fascinated by everybody out there who's listening to me right now, probably a pretty big sports fan. You probably watched at least some of the AFC and NFC championship game. Around 45 million people watched the AFC and NFC championship game. And then you bring in another 55 million people who watched the Super Bowl that didn't even watch the teams win the right to play in the Super Bowl, right? And so you're bringing in a ton of people who aren't actually sports fans at all. And at these Super Bowl parties, I get frustrated over the stupidity of some of the questions and some of the conversations, which I get, right? Like if if suddenly yeah. it was wildly popular to watch, let's say like uh, the, uh, the the New York Philharmonic Orchestra play one time a year, like I would watch the Philharmonic Orchestra play and have no idea what was going on and probably say really stupid things about the New York Philharmonic Orchestra. And if you were an yeah. orchestral expert or someone who just watched the orchestra regularly, you would be like, man, I hate when all these people come in and suddenly start watching, uh, start watching our, our, our program here. And so that, to me, is kind of what happens with the Super Bowl. You have a massive collection of people that have no idea what's going on. And, and that's why having a guy like Brady there is so big because, you know, the, the casual fan by now obviously knows who Brady is. Oh, but yeah. even, you know, the less casual fan, what they'll do early on in the game is they'll show Giselle. So then people yeah. will know who Giselle is. Then one of the first ads will be a movie that's coming out. Or it'll be, I mean, how many times has Adriana Lima, the Brazilian model, been in a commercial like that first set of commercials? Not enough. the game starts. And it's, <laughs> oh, exactly. I always, and I always used to tweet out, I, I, I think for three straight years, I had the same tweet early in the game. I would say, Adriana Lima is the early favorite for MVP. But now the yeah. world that we're living in, I don't tweet that out anymore. That would be offensive. I'm, I'm even worried that that'll get me canceled. Yeah, it, it is funny because uh, I do think that that factors in with the creativity of the Super Bowl commercials. Because inevitably, like you can, whatever you come up with, people will find a reason to be offended by now. And to your point, like uh, talking about Adam Levine or whoever the halftime performer is, social media to me seems to insist on like a uniform opinion, right? Like, and it doesn't matter what it is, it's usually either the greatest thing ever or it's the worst thing ever. And everybody ends up on one side or the other, right? Uh, it, there, there's yeah. very little like nuance or balance, or ah, it wasn't the greatest, it wasn't the worst. Like everything, in order to make uh, to make waves on social media, you're either the greatest or you're the worst. Uh, and really, that's kind of true of everything on the internet in general. If you go look at you know book reviews or Yelp restaurant reviews. 
it's all like ones or five stars, right? You have to strike yep. people emotionally in some way, positive or negative. There's almost no like, oh, it's a two or three or a four star. Yeah, uh, when Beyonce was going to sing the national anthem for something, and I, I, I mean, again, this is like five years ago, so I, I, you have to be careful today because everyone will get mad at you. But I, I made a comment like, why would they have her? Jennifer Holiday is a is a is a much better is a much better singer, and I was getting destroyed by people. And my thing was like, Beyonce is a great entertainer. My thing was she's not necessarily a great singer, and right. you would have thought. I mean. People were destroying me. I said, well, that'll be the last time I'll say that anymore. Yeah. That's worth yeah. the grief that I was catching on Twitter. Yeah, there's definitely, you're, right, you're either, it's 100% one way or the other. There definitely is no in between. The funniest group that got mad at me was the band people. Because, uh, I don't know if you remember this, it's been a few years ago now. We were talking about how long college football games went. And uh, and so I said, well, one reason why college football games go so long is because they bring the band out at halftime to perform, <laughs> right? And I'm like, That's you know, an NFL game, you have like a 12-minute halftime. In college football, it's 20 minutes plus because they have to get the band out of the stands and bring them out on the field. And I was like, why can't they have the band perform after the game or well before the game for anybody who wants to watch the band? Frankly, I'd rather get back to the football faster. And the band people lost their minds. I mean, you would have thought that, you know, like I had somehow uh, uttered the most offensive thing in the history of mankind. They were like, well, the band, like the band associations started reaching out and they were like, we demand an apology. Like you don't understand, you know, you've offended the entire band community. And and they were like, you know, evidently Jim Rome said something about the band uh, years ago and he apologized. He would, he went on the air and he was like, I'm sorry to all the band people that I offended. And I was like, I'm not, I was I'm not going to apologize. Like, you know, like this is what I believe. Like I think the halftime would be a lot better if we didn't have to wait 20 minutes for the band to get out in the field. And so, uh, so they came after me for, I mean, it was like a week uh, and, you know, demanding apologies and everything else. And, Honestly, my audience, I mean, I'm sure most people out there listening to me right now probably agree with me that it would be better if the band didn't have to come out on the field at halftime. Like, if you love the band, there's lots of places you could go watch them play. You know, a lot of them play before the game. They could play after the game. Uh, but I, I would rather have the football game not be as long because college football games, as you know, can often be like four-hour affairs compared to NFL games, which are around three. I think if they could knock an hour out of the game, it wouldn't be an awful thing. A half, a work day, we half a work day. I had one. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but I had one year. Tennessee and Texas A&M were playing, and I had gone down to the beach uh, with my wife and my family. It was mid-October. You know, last time you can go to the beach here in the South. And I was like, I got to watch this game. It was the 2.30 kickoff of uh, CBS. The thing didn't end until 7.30. And I had told my wife, hey, we'll get out for dinner. Went to like triple overtime, five-hour game, like almost a full work day of just watching a college football game. And so my wife was like, well, screw that. Now the kids are young. You know, at the time, we can't, you know, take out the baby. You know, he's got to get ready for bed. So uh, so that was like one of my moments where I was like, hey, you know, maybe we could just figure out a way to get this done a little bit faster. Uh, a few years ago, I went to the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium, Northwestern and Pitt. Yeah, so we were sitting in dead center field, right cold. next to us. I bet it was cold. Yeah, the day before was fifty-five degrees. The day of the game it was about twenty-five. It was brutal how cold it was. We're sit- we're standing in center field, right next to the Northwestern band. So they're playing the entire oh, game. Yeah. And the conductor, this female student, she was like pretty funny because the way she danced and stuff. It was pretty entertaining. So they're playing the entire first half. 
the half ends, and now both fans have to go on the field. Like, wait, 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 wait. I mean, we have to now stand around and freezing cold. Yeah, yeah. They, they've been playing the entire game, both fans. The Pitt, Pitt fan was there, obviously, in a different section of the uh, stadium. I said, we, we, we get it. You guys are really good. It's fun. Please. In fact, I'm, I'm anti-halftime. I think in the NBA with no fans in the arena, why isn't halftime five minutes? Yeah, why do you need I a 15 minute halftime? I, I agree. How the five minutes to get the game, get it going. Let's go. There's no fans. Keep playing. Uh, it's funny you mentioned the bands. I went to, I've been to uh, several of the cocktail parties between Georgia and Florida down in Jacksonville, which is an awesome experience to get to go to if you're a sports fan. You got something on your bucket list. And one year, uh, I was with a couple of buddies, and our seats were legitimately the next row behind the band. So, like, the tubas or, you know, like, the, everybody who's, like, swinging the tubas around, like, you had to be careful bending over to pick up your drink because you could get knocked out <laughs> by, like, the tuba, you know, like, the, 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 when they were leaning back and playing and everything else. Literally the row directly behind the band. I mean, I, I didn't even know they sold that row, uh, but there are, like, two rows at that time in Jacksonville Stadium, and we were in the one right behind where the band was. So the Georgia band was directly on top of us, or we were directly on top of them. It was, it was a crazy so experience. Get, loud. You, super loud, by the way. So you should be getting now all these bands. So thank you for all the nice things you're saying. I went to my one and only Rose Bowl. The Knicks were playing in L.A. on New Year's Eve. So I told my office, I said, I'll go cover the Rose Bowl. I've always wanted to go. So it was, how great is this? It was USC, Michigan. So you have all those unbelievable colors on the oh, that's the, being the, with the kids. Yeah, well, yeah, I remember like that hearing game. Those yeah. bands, hearing those bands, hearing those bands before you hearing Hail to the Victors and the, the USC fight song, it was it was incredible. What well, I mean, what an unbelievable that that's something you talk about a bucket list thing to do. When you see two teams like that, USC, Michigan, I don't know if you're gonna be seeing Michigan in the Rose Bowl very much, but uh, Michigan in the Rose Bowl against USC was pretty cool. Uh Jim Harbaugh would pay a lot of money to get Michigan in the Rose Bowl <laughs> after the first six years he's had with the They've Wolverines been so far. Him a lot of money to get into the Rose Bowl. Uh, I know. I'm saying really? I bet he, I, it would be an interesting question how much money if you could just go to Jim Harbaugh and you could say, Hey, I can guarantee you can make the Rose Bowl this coming year how much money would he pay? Now, it still might mean that he didn't win the uh, the Big Ten because, you know, Ohio yeah. State could be in the playoff and he could just get bumped up. But making the Rose Bowl would be I – bet, I bet he would pay $10 million of his own money uh, to guarantee to be in the Rose Bowl. Uh, I, I'm sure he should have it based on all the money he's made over the years. Uh, we're talking to Frank Isola at the Frank Isola. So what's your prediction – for the game everybody on the friday beforehand obviously uh, lots of talk we'll be giving our predictions the final segment of the show uh what do you anticipate to see and if you were gambling or had to pick a side or you know a lot of the people out there get to pick the squares you know based on what the final scores are going to be of a quarter or whatever what would you take yeah i'd probably take 37 i'm sorry 31 27 Kansas City. I just find it so hard to think that they're going to lose. I mean, they go for it all the time on fourth down. And you know, Mahomes, something's going on with him. I'm not. I'm not so sure he's 100. percent Every pass he throws is only about five, ten yards. And Travis Kelsey's open all the every time. single play. Tariq, every single play, it seems Tariq, like he's open. Tariq Hill can't be like he's too fast for. You know, again, maybe the wet field can impact it. I think it'll come down. You know, can Tampa Bay's defense with Shaq Barrett, the kid Devin White, who's an absolute menace on the field, Jason Pierre-Paul. But, it's you know, Mahomes is so good. It's just like he finds a way to get it done. I guess it was a stat. Even though their offensive line is banged up, I think he completes the most passes on the run in the NFL. So it's kind of like you play into his hand even when you get the rush on him. I just, I just find it hard to believe that he's going to lose. I'm going to be rooting for Tampa Bay just because I'd like to see Tom Brady get one more. I mean, it's pretty cool to think that he's still going at it. 
uh, this strong, and eventually, I mean, Mahomes will return. Will keep returning to the Super Bowl, but I just think Kansas City is going to win. I just think they're too good. Uh, I kind of agree that uh, that ultimately Kansas City is going to find a way. Frank Isola, appreciate you getting up early with us. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Thanks, Clay. See you. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I like to bet on who the MVP of the Super Bowl is going to be. Now, historically, quarterbacks, no big surprise, have dominated when it comes to who ends up winning the MVP in the Super Bowl. And in the last 20 years, there have been 12 quarterbacks, four wide receivers, and four defensive players that have won the MVP. And a few years ago, one of my big wins, I gave out Von Miller at 20 to 1 to win the MVP in the, uh, in the Super Bowl between the Broncos and, uh, the, uh, and the Carolina Panthers. And remember that game, the defense just dominated for the Broncos. They suffocated Cam Newton. Peyton Manning was the quarterback for the Broncos, but he didn't have a legendary game by any stretch of the imagination but he won his second Super Bowl. Uh, It's kind of an irony that Peyton Manning's career, after he was the reason why so many teams were in the mix to potentially be able to win Super Bowls, uh, it was uh, was amazing that 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 Denver Bronco defense was the reason that he finally won his second Super Bowl. But to me, as you kind of look around and work your way through these matchups, a lot of money is pouring in on Patrick Mahomes and on Tom Brady to potentially be the MVPs. And they're the big favorites. That's not a huge surprise because a lot of people think, well, if the Bucks win, Brady's going to get the MVP. He's gotten the MVP four of the times in the six games that his team has won. He has been the Super Bowl MVP four times so far. Uh, and Patrick Mahomes was the MVP in the most recent game uh, that he won last year. And the expectation is if the Chiefs win, that Patrick Mahomes will probably be the MVP. Why is that? Well, it's kind of hard for a wide receiver to sometimes outshine his quarterback since the quarterback is throwing the football to him. Now, Julian Edelman had a big game and won the MVP a few years ago. Uh, and there are times certainly where a guy comes out and manages to win uh, the MVP, notwithstanding uh, some of the craziness that's out there at uh, at the running back position or at the wide receiver position, but the running back has faded. And so there is tremendous value right now if you go with a defensive player. And I have already bet a couple of defensive players to win the MVP with a small amount of money that I have put down. And I think potentially I am going to have a pretty decent payday on one of these if I think the value is on my side. So let me give you the guys that I have bet. First of all, for the Chiefs, I bet on Tyran Matthew, Honey Badger. Why is that? I can see 
given that Brady has been a little bit loose with the football and that Matthew is a great player at jumping routes, I could see him picking off Brady a couple of times, maybe returning one of those for a pick six. Right now, you can get him at 50-1 to to potentially be the Super Bowl MVP. Defensive player, uh, 50 to 1. That means, you know, you bet a dollar, you win back 50. That's a pretty incredible payout. Obviously, if you're betting more significantly, you can make a lot of money without risking very much. So I kind of like that angle. The other one that I like on the other side of the ball, if the Bucks win, I believe the Bucs are going to win by dominating on the defensive line. They sacked Aaron Rodgers five times. They put him under pressure a great deal. Shaq Rowland and Jason Pierre-Paul are the two guys I believe that would make the most plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneer defense. You can get Shaq, Ro- Shaq, sorry, Shaq Barrett. You can get Shaq Barrett at 60-1, to 1, and you can get Jason Pierre-Paul at 110-1. to 1. So we're talking about a massive number out there. 60 to 1, 110 to 1. Could you get a couple of sacks, maybe a strip sack, maybe you pick up a fumble and run it in for a touchdown? That to me is incredible value. Three defensive players that I have bet for the Super Bowl. If you're looking for a Super Bowl prop bet, be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, oh, oh. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.